Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Scott Schwab. He's an entrepreneur, nonprofit director, author, and TEDx speaker. Scott, welcome to our podcast. Thanks, Christopher. Appreciate it. So let's just dive right in. What was your TEDx talk about? My TEDx talk was about how time is killing education, uh, specifically the time to access a degree um, or credentials, because I look at the uh, world that we now compete in or the world that we now work in. And uh, in the typical higher education model, uh, you have a track that will allow you to go for two to four years and uh, that's when you can access your credentials, we'll call it. And uh, truthfully, I think that that's too, too long. I, I think that uh, knowledge-based economy is here to stay and uh, getting our uh, skill sets, uh, our really only um, experience and training away that doesn't take two to four years in my opinion. Is that why you started this director in education? Yeah, I, I mean, from my perspective, education is something that is fluid and it shouldn't be on a timeline, a timeline of, hey, you can only access this senior level course or um, your junior level year courses uh, after you've taken all of your generals or electives. And so we try to disrupt that from a stackable credentialing model where if you've got the capacity, you can access the education and it shouldn't matter. I mean, obviously there's some prerequisites that occur before the core learning, but ultimately we shouldn't have people uh, separated from a outcome or a job that takes years to get there. And when did you realize that, like I personally, I agree with you fully, meaning I, I hated school. I did well in it only because I knew it was important, but I just found it just so boring because a lot of the stuff they teach you more to memorize on a test, and then you take the test and you're, and you're done. And that's when I talked to you earlier, I love the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People book. I read that after college. I'm like, oh my gosh, had I read those books during college or during my years, I'd be like just so much more inspired. So when did you realize that the, perhaps current systems is not the best to educate our kids and ourselves. <laughs> I think similar to you, it was after college. Um, I, I went through the same process that I think a lot of us do, which is, you know, we, we buy into the system. We buy into the idea that education is the only pathway and don't get me wrong. I really believe uh, in higher education as it changes to meet the needs of people um, but for me, it was, I got out of college and I thought, my goodness, I'm not using those skills and those classes that I uh, were so important um, as much as I thought. And so that's when I started my first business, which was called Business Plan University, because I looked at the um, amount of people who start businesses and then uh, failed in those businesses. And for me, it was rooted to the data that comes out of a business plan. So Ultimately, it was kind of that learning and, uh, like you say, the connectivity through uh, rational thinking and practical thinking that comes from, hey, you can do something and you can do it well, but you've got to be trained and you've got to have knowledge. 
but uh, don't feel like formal education is the only way to do it. Nice. Now let's talk about books because you wrote a book called Standing Accountable. So what is that about? Yeah, Standing Accountable is uh, really uh, the thesis around the thought of we can be accountable and that's going to increase our success in anything. And uh, at first, we've got to hold ourselves accountable by the thoughts that we have because they influence our uh, words and our actions and our words and our actions ultimately become our habits. And then I believe very uh, firmly that your habits really define what your character is. And so if you want to change your character, you really got to start with your thoughts. Um, and once you start managing yourself and holding yourself accountable, you can start to effectively hold others accountable. Well, let's talk about a, an actual example, like day to day. Like how, all of us can be more accountable to ourselves, right? So we wake up in the morning. What are some of the first things that you would suggest that we do to be more accountable to ourselves? Yeah, I think that you've got to set goals and I don't think it's goals that are like, okay, today I'm accomplishing this. I, I sometimes that's in a vacuum sounds nice, but um, ultimately my goals are best set when I know what my week looks like and I know what I'm trying to achieve in a month. And then I know what I'm really ultimately pushing towards for the year. And so uh, for the last eight years on my mirror, I write down my yearly goals, my monthly goals, and then my weekly goals. And that informs my key results from a day-to-day -day perspective. So as soon as I roll out of bed and I hit the ground running because I know what I have to accomplish in that week, because I've already reviewed it, um, I'll go through nightly and morning uh, what those goals look like. And of course, I'm always seeing them. But when it gets into that subconscious, that's when I think real change starts to happen. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, for many years now, I actually, I was thinking of putting those, those see-through plastic covers that you tack onto your wall and you literally write on the wall. But yeah. A, a cheaper way where I just go to Staples and pay $8 for a whole calendar. And I literally just tack on all the months of the calendar on my wall. So it's literally my wall of opportunity. And I just reference it every day. And it's, it's been so phenomenal because from a macro standpoint, I see my whole year. I also see last year yep. too. So it's just a great way to, as you're saying, hold yourself accountable because life goes by. Days go by, yeah. weeks go by, years go by. And then we look back and say, okay, what did I do? What can I do better? And so I appreciate you giving that just very basic example. Just write it on your, your mirror because it's so profound. And have you seen really quantifi quantifiable tangible results from doing it that way? I have. Um, truthfully, I would tell you in the year 2013 when I started doing it, um, that's when things really started changing for me. And it wasn't really until full cycle, like into 2014, um, I, I just really started to see my life change. I wasn't a victim of my circumstances. I wasn't trying to blame other people. Uh, ultimately, I was taking ownership and I was taking on the accountability of, hey, if something happens, it's unfortunate or could be fortunate, but uh, either way, you've got to deal with it and you've got to hold yourself accountable. Like, uh, did I really prepare for this or is this just fate or is this just something that, you know, lady luck is shining down on me and, you know, I get an opportunity to, to grow. Nice. And so you're saying it's annual, monthly, and then weekly? Yeah, correct. And do you change around your weekly, monthly? If let's say you're not getting as far as you want in your yearly goal, or do you change that once you've completed it perhaps earlier than you might have anticipated? Yeah, absolutely. I, I have to pivot quite often because uh, 
I believe that you set goals that scare you and you set goals that ultimately are going to require a lot of you and your capacity. Um, but there's times where I've had to make adjustments just simply because uh, other things come up. Uh, there's family emergencies, there's uh, circumstances that would pull you otherwise away from being able to have the focus that you initially thought. So yeah, great point. That's great. Well, Scott, thanks so much for being on our podcast today. We really appreciate your thoughts and the very tangible advice for our listeners in terms of being accountable for themselves and their commitments. How can our guests stand up with you and read your book and, and watch your speech and just stand up with you in, in general? Yeah, great. Thanks, Christopher. And I uh, really appreciate you having me on. Uh, for connection, I love to connect through LinkedIn. It's a great uh, place for, I think, professionals to meet and to be able to collaborate. Um, from a book perspective, my books are available on Amazon as well as Barnes and Noble. Um, and uh, happy to take questions, thoughts, ideas. Again, I love to collaborate, love entrepreneurship, which I believe is the connection of great people. So Great, Scott. Thanks again for your time. Have a great day. Thanks, Christopher. Bye. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.